Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. sad side of Christianity where ministers will sell things for profit, such as trinkets, holy water, handkerchiefs, whatever, designed to bring God's blessing or anointing to a person if they would just purchase them. We don't see this practice in the book of Acts, but we will see that from the very beginning there has been a pressure to monetize the Holy Spirit. It's one thing to bless a speaker with an offering or to buy a book or a CD that someone has produced that will teach us and bless us, but to attempt to put a price on the sharing of the Holy Spirit is something that we shall soon see does not go over well. In today's verses, the gospel has been spreading throughout Samaria, and Simon the sorcerer has believed in Jesus and been baptized. Acts chapter 8 verses 14 through 24 continues. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them, they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before God. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive to sin. Then Simon answered, Pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me. We should remember from the Gospels that Samaritans and Jews did not get along in any way. They hated each other, they were violent towards each other, and they avoided each other wherever possible. The fact that the gospel is spreading in this place shows that Jesus is tearing down walls right away, and Peter and John go to encourage and investigate what God has been up to amongst even the enemies of the Jewish people. Interestingly, one of the first things the apostles do is that they pray for the new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. They believe in Jesus, they've been baptized in water, but they've not yet been filled with the Spirit. Pentecostals would point to this verse as proof that one can be a believer in Jesus but not truly be spirit-filled, needing a second blessing, as they used to call it back in the day. Now whether we agree with that sentiment or not, apparently, biblically, it is possible to believe in Jesus but still need to be filled with the Spirit again afterwards, and we should pray for new believers just as the apostles do here, even as we pray for ourselves to be refilled with the Holy Spirit. Simon, the former sorcerer, tries to buy the anointing, buy the Holy Spirit, and he gets sternly and harshly rebuked for what he asks for. In some ways, it's understandable. We can't really blame him. As a sorcerer, he no doubt charged and made money for the powers that he used to display. But Peter's anger is real and clear. How dare you try to purchase what God has given freely? There's a fine line here. It's one thing to financially support a ministry or a leader so that they can give themselves to the ministry, but may God forgive us and help us if we are ever charging money for the Holy Spirit. 
Now, Simon has just come to Jesus, of course. He's still a baby Christian, and so we're reminded that believers are works in progress. He seems to repent at the end of the passage, and although the story ends here and we don't really hear any more, we trust that he'll be forgiven as Jesus is faithful and just to forgive. Today, take some time to check your own heart as it relates to money. Is there any area of your financial life that is out of whack with God's word? Is there anywhere that selfishness or sin might be running the show? Anywhere that fear or anxiety is ruling? Acknowledge any areas that come to mind before the Lord, ask him for his forgiveness and his help, and then start to make a plan for how things might change moving forward. Music